This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. You can text the show on 8.12.15. I wish you would, because I that, think that adds so much. Mm. Uh, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. All contact welcome in the context of the radio show, Yeah, obviously. thank you. We've already had quite a lot of people who saw your um, stand-up show, your concert at uh, Ipswich last night. Uh, Rave reviews, I'll oh. say. I won't read them out because no. I know you blush. No, that's, that's lovely. Oh, though. no, don't big, worry about big that. Big blusher, aren't you? I am a big blusher. <laughs> Apparently, uh, So was... traffic have sometimes screeched to a halt at the side of me thinking <laughs> I was a red light. Well, you're getting absolute re- 90s raves. Mm-hmm. Um, just when I say 90s, I wasn't putting you in the context of a decade. <laughs> right. I meant raves, as in they were popular in the 90s. Alistair says, just back from a great show by Frank Skinner. I know we don't do praise, but bear with. At Ipswich Corn Exchange, he name-checks to stop the bypass a couple of times. What? What's that? Yeah, that's a, ca- a campaign um, <laughs> to stop the northern bypass through Ipswich. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know... Bit of local. local. Bit of local. <laughs> bit of local That's at the a top. lovely bit of local, Frank. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it's by the end of March, I think, yesterday. It's quite a big... Uh... It's quite a big deal. Sounds... I don't know, I know nothing about it, but it sounds... Um, I'm with it. It sounds right. right to me. Generally speaking, with bypass... I'm not talking about people with heart problems who no. might be listening, but generally speaking, with um, with bypasses... Yeah. I think stop them. Yeah. Who was the uh, celebrity bypass protester? Was it Swampy? Yes. You don't get them so much anymore. He made his lovely career out of that. There was swamps. a follow-up joke, wasn't there, about people would say, oh, he died, didn't he, Swampy? Oh, really? Yeah, apparently he refused the bypass. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, but it was. I've, I've seen people completely duped yeah. by it, which is... Uh, but it was, uh, it was uh, lovely, Ipswich. So this is Ipswich. <laughs> doom, do, 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 do. And what have we done? Do you think that would have worked as a hit record? No. As a parody? Well, the nice thing about it, it wouldn't have tied it to one part of the year. It would have been played all the time. Good point. John. Mm. Give it to Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... Um, oh, there's all, I've got oh, some yeah. Boiler Man news as oh, well. Oh, yes. Now, last, last week I bemoaned the fact that Boiler Man, the, the uh, West Bromwich Albion sponsor mascot, who was always just a combi boiler on legs, <laughs> has now been given stripes and made more like an ordinary mascot. He's, he's sort of... Um, he's, he's gone, earned, he's he's gone his native. Stripes. Yeah. Well, uh... We've had this in from Steph in Brighton. Hi, Frank, Alan and Emily. This is from your Friday night trawl, Al. Hope you don't oh, mind me pilfering. Quite all right. Hoping Alan picks this up. Oh, on his late Friday trawl. As a fellow Baggies fan, I just wanted to let you all know the great news that West Brom and Ideal Boilers have just been shortlisted for the Sponsorship Partnership of the Year Award at the Football <laughs> Business Awards, giving Boiler Man the recognition and exposure he so deserves. Surely I- Al will be hosting. <laughs> I was just wondering, who's hosting that? What Get kind on of the price phone. bracket is that? Get on the phone, Al. I think <laughs> you'll agree. <laughs> I think you'll agree this Fiona is... Fiona Bruce, that's my Boiler and news. Yeah. Almost. Um, and then that boing boing thing they do less. Um, praise redacted. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm a big Thank fan you, of Lover Man. Of Lover Man. 
Um, sorry, uh, Professor Fry is listening. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Love of Man Imagine. Not only that I was, that I had a, a male lover, but that I called him that is the great joy of it. Yeah, I call him Love of Man. <laughs> but I don't, there isn't. He doesn't exist yet. No. Never say never. Extraordinary but, um, revelation. It's just such a shame that I think that they've gone from the classic white. I think uh, last week I pointed out it had a bit, something of the Marcel Duchamp mm. urinal found art element and now it's been sort of dressed up. Okay, uh, is it fair to say... I beg them to change it. Boys, that saying. this is no longer a boiler. It's no longer boiler man. Well, I've never seen a blue and white stripe boiler. I once had a... Uh, a bathroom in my house where I actually com- wow. I commissioned <laughs> some tiles. That was quite a big wow for you at the time. <laughs> <It was. laughs> Mum and Dad, I've got a the bathroom I, inside. I, the fact that I used it. Uh, <laughs> but I had blue and white stripes done with tiles on the wall and then I had I commissioned a big West Bromwich Albion uh, crest in tiling which was on the wall. Much tasteful. Um <laughs> And I met someone recently who knew the person who lived in that house now, and they said they have retained that as That's a sort nice. of conversation piece. They've retained the West Bromwich Albion. Oh, we'll get them talking. Bathroom. I think I'd keep that. I'm surprised you didn't keep it, just take it out why with a hammer and chisel. I'm yeah, not why? sure it would have um, survived a, a removal. Or a Spurs supporting a, son. A degrout. Oh, which yeah. you didn't know was on the way. No, I didn't know that. If I'd known that, I... Uh, I don't know what I would have done. Well, he might get the he might get the. <laughs> I'd have probably had him a second. No, <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> no, but I'm, I, it's, I, I was really pleased here that it still exists. Mm. So lovely. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The other morning, I, um, I set my alarm to get up and take uh, my child to school. And when I went downstairs, he was still fast asleep. And I thought, oh, my goodness, we're going to be late, etc., etc. And then I realised I'd set the alarm an hour early. Oh, lovely. Accidentally. And it was kind of all right. I didn't feel particularly tired. And I did think, if I set the alarm, like, say, just a minute earlier... Every, yeah. Do you remember what I, I told you what I had the theory as a kid? I started jumping off the stairs in my house. Oh, yeah. And I thought, if I jumped from the bottom stair and then the next day the second stair, because it's a gradual development. Yes. After a, two or three weeks, I'd be able to jump off the top of the stairs. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wish I'd stopped with it now. Something that yeah. diverted me mid, uh, <laughs> mid-staircase. Getting yeah. very close to some proverb, aren't we? There must be some proverb. But I think there's some hedge that somebody jumped over, but because the hedge isn't growing that fast, by the end of it, they've had the time to develop the musculature that is required. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. That's a proverb, is it? I don't know. It's probably just an adage <laughs> or a story. It might even be an anecdote. I know, but oh, be, I'm yeah. worried we're getting a little close to evolution here, and I don't, fine. I don't know if... Um, I'm fine. They don't have that in the book. I'm, I'm, I think it's I'm, fine. I'm fine don't with mention evolution. it in the book. Um, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there used to be a, a, a little <laughs> poem on... Um, Force. Do you remember that um, 
There was a um, breakfast cereal called Force. Strange limerick. <laughs> it's a really weird <laughs> title <laughs> for, for Force. Uh, and it, it had a, 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 a character leaping oh, over a fence on I'm the top. I'm assuming I can right. work out what, it, what was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Force, that's what was, was in it. brand-based. And uh, I don't think it was. And it, and it used to say, over the wall jumps Sonny Jim. He's got force inside of him. And I always thought, I'm not happy. Even as a kid, I thought that they could have done better than that. But there's a proverb about um, um, barrier leaping, if you need one. (laughs) Over the wall, I mean, Sonny Jim as well. That'd be a real sort. He didn't even look like a child. Can I go back to the... um, He looked like a middle-aged man, the drawing. Oh. Yeah, like he'd been called Sonny Jim Early when he was a kid and stuck with it, which is, you know... What's that? You've got to get it right. The Scots Oats man always was yeah. bang on, I find. Mm-hmm. He looked good That's in a kilt. I've heard about him. <laughs> but I didn't feel he was making a fool of himself, trying no. to look too young. Are those people still mm-hmm. around? People who Scots are sort Oats. of famous for adverts only. I mean, since... Um, Jolly Green Giant? Mm. Well, since um, Go Compare Man... Oh, yeah. Who, in the, in the latest advert, is involved in quite a serious <laughs> road accident. Is that right? I can't right? believe it. Oh, He's literally, the car one. has overturned and, and, and the girl compare man's having to crawl out the wreckage in an advert. And then he sings. No, he doesn't sing. He's in a terrible state. He shook up um, to high heaven. Oh, no. Um, what is that sort of Mike Lee cello music at the well, end? It's a sort of man talking about um, comparing things. Oh. What, uh, uh, standing in the after... It's like there's, a, there's a fabulous picture. Elvis, apparently, used to listen to police radios oh, and yeah. used to attend um, car accidents and stuff <laughs> like that because he was given a police badge. And my favourite Elvis picture ever... He's him. A nuisance, He's Elvis at the scene of a, a, a proper like, wrecked car, and it's at night, and it's Elvis in a full-length leather jacket with a mat right down to his feet, with a massive torch and and uh, shades on, uh, walking around, sort of inspecting the wreckage. And mind your own business, Elvis. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I don't know, if, but that maybe that's um, that's what this bloke's doing. But I didn't like it at all. I didn't like uh, the girl compare me. I don't like the melancholy actress. feel. I'm worried that yeah. what they're going to do is do an Ellie Goulding, go compare at the end now, you yeah. know, because they'll have to make it. Uh. I don't like that. No, <laughs> I just like him to sing go compare. He's jolly well. with a moustache. Yeah, um, but I think he's the last. Um, what about Alexandra? Alexandra. Who's that? Are they, um, that's not a real person, though, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Whereas the Go Compare man, I'm not saying that who he is in real life. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think it is. Well, if you, if you knew my parents, that's what everyone was like. Um, I but think... let's just say, you know, our thoughts are with his family. I hope he's, uh, I hope he's come through that crash all right. It'd be terrible. Imagine if in the next thing he's like, you know, he's in a coma or something. It'd be awful. I hope they I hope they stop eventually destroying him as a as a as a as an entity. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some uh, missives in. Have you yes. listened to uh, Have you ever listened to uh, Barcelona by Queen? Yeah. 
Yes, with where, Montserrat where, Cabaye. Yeah, with Mon, Montserrat Cabaye. Cabaye. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't put, the, don't put them in if I'm going to say them. That's my <laughs> motto. Mm-hmm. But um, he, um, I like the idea of, I wonder if she was like that in normal conversation. So people would say, yeah, I went, uh, I went to, to the park, yes. And she was going, oh, no. Just doing that sort of embroidery. I don't think she says a word in the song. Oh, right. All right, Montserrat, you're going, oh, yeah, so I was telling my wife, it would be annoying, wouldn't it? Oh, he yeah. loves that. He clearly loves that in the yeah. video. He can't take his eyes off. Yes. Mm. Oh, he's a big fan. Um, in- big fan. Uh, you, we were talking earlier about... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be annoyed, wouldn't it? It would be annoyed. Stop doing fills, Monsala. <laughs> now, go on. Uh, we were talking about... <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. She was like it was like an operatic Mr Bean character. <laughs> you know, would that be, if Montserrat Caballero was in a sort of Mr Bean situation, that's what she would do. Well, it's, it reminds me when I was a kid. You, there used to be. I, I'm sure these people still exist, but there'd be like friends of my mum's who you spoke to, and when um, you you spoke to them, if you speak to me, tell me something now. Tell me what you were going to tell me, and I'll be one of the mates of my mum when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. Well, I won't say we've had an email in then. E- email I'll just in have there. a normal conversation. Oh yeah. Well, I w- I'm going to have some of my coffee now. Anyway, coffee because now. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to do that. And I used that. Used to really get on my. Oh, <laughs> why yeah. would you do that? I know why they do it. Why? Well, it's a it's a it's a like me thing, isn't it? Isn't it? because it's um. I just think that they couldn't help themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's very affirmative. Isn't affirmative. It? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you see, I respected you about seventeen percent less when you started doing that because I thought you well, didn't know your own mind. That's the problem with being affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> affirmative, doctor. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. I didn't know you had that in your record. Oh, God, you got them all. Got me K9 out. That's a lot. No, isn't that C3PO? That's got them all. No, no, that was K9. Oh. C3PO is a bit. No, uh, but you sounded a bit. He didn't say <clears throat> doctor. How would, but he said something. Didn't he say affirmative? I don't know. I don't think he ever said affirmative. Okay. You Imagine get, if he did. Um, ah. You should get K9, somebody with K9 mm. on, um, oh, well, on, your, on, my on your dog your dog, pod, your dog cast. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when you say that, I mean, how interesting are they going to... I mean, He's not K- good on rough terrain. He'd have to, work, he'd have to go on pavements <laughs> or K-9... metal corridors, ideally. Is K- is, does K-9 still appear in Doctor Who? Well, he still appears in the audio um, versions of Doctor that's Who. That's no good. No, no, it's, that's... You know, podcasts are audio as well, though, aren't you? But, how? why does... <laughs> Don't hit the player, hit the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, it's no, ideal. I'm just going to ask, how does... And we're on radio. <laughs> I know, ow, I'm just saying, what's happened to the dog? Did it die, K9? What is a robot dog? So, Yes, no. but what, what, just didn't turn up one day? Um, just it, got written out. Oh, how's exactly. it end? Because um, it got destroyed, sort of, you know, damaged a few times and, and then repaired. Yeah, it died. K9 died. I think it's always capable... Of, no, it did. It, it did take it apart it cannot, for another gadget. It cannot like die. It's like, you know, it's probably living on a USB somewhere. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's well alive. on, And the man's alive who did it, so you could do him, and then he could yeah. be him and the dog. That'd be oh, nice. Yes. You could do both. <laughs> Okay. That'd well, be I'll different. Look into it. Be different. How many people could you do one person? He's also that he's out of dog. 
I can't think of anyone else. Oh, Bob Carroll, gee. <laughs> but um, in the... Uh, the well has run dry. <laughs> yeah. People under no, dogs. But with but... the Ebola and all that, I don't know if Bob Carroll, gee, is still working. <laughs> His, his dog used to speak, can I say, which is yes, obviously yes. not nowadays, okay. not, not acceptable. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had an email, stair jumping. You were discussing the oh, yes. stair jumping idea that yeah. you thought if you jumped up a stair each day... Well, down downstairs. <clears throat> yeah, if you went I up I suppose stair, up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you went up one. I feel up is... It, it would be more... I'm not as confident I'd ever be able to jump to the top of stairs. No, but jumping to the bottom of stairs seems doable. You've got gravity on your side for that section. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, Frank could be onto something with the stair jumping. Atlas started carrying a calf which grew into a cow, ended up being able to carry the world on his shoulders. I didn't know that. That's. Oh. I think that might be a version of the thing that I thought of where wow. they jump over a hedge, they also wow. pick up a calf. And then it becomes a cow. If you pick that up every day, effectively, you know that's it just shows. It? It, what I want. The thing is, what I want. I want it to be a forty-second sequence in a film of me doing it and doing it, and then being that brilliant. Be Actually, doing it, it's going to take more time, and I'll have to yeah. drink raw eggs in the morning. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Do you drink raw eggs in the morning? No, <laughs> no it just sounds a bit astonishing. Eggs make me feel a bit ill. If, if I it's said the, it's the dots in them, oh. the dots. Oh, yeah, those funny red dots. In them. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, they're yeah. They're nice, aren't they? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Absolutely I don't. I just, gross. You know what I mean? I just. It's like faults in others. I just. You know. I turn. <laughs> I, I ignore it. Good for you. Um, <laughs> sure you do, R2. <laughs> John Leeson, that's who uh, I, I... So John Leeson played... John Leeson is the voice of K9. Can oh. I apologise profusely for mistaking your impression for C-3PO, which Griff has already picked me up on. Mm. Great when someone loves an impression you do and then tags it to someone completely different. Oh, OK, C-3PO. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll take what I can get, to be honest. <laughs> Morning, Frank and team. K-9 is alive and well in retirement on the Isle of Dogs. Oh. Oh. I, I like, I like Al, went, Al went all the way oh, with that. Yeah. I genuinely believed it. it we were final bit. See, I think he might have gone for a Swampy's bypass if we def- if oh, I just yeah, dropped yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if anyone have gone for that. Um, we've had some other uh, people getting in touch regarding... Can I have met John Leeson, who is, who is the voice well, of Kano? Them all. Very nice. Very nice. Lovely. Man. Absolutely worked with them all. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> it would be Christmas special. K9. K9, I don't know. Do people yeah, Frank, outside... Frank's Christmas special, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> do, do people outside of the Doctor Who world know K9? I think you so. You tell me. I hope so. Because he's an ma- absolutely marvellous pun. Well, he, mm. yeah. I mean, he kept going. I mean, he kept appearing now and again in, in things, but really his main period would be Tom Baker, which is, a, you know, going back for a lot of people. When was that sort of late 70s? Yeah. Oh, so I don't know if this can be true. Earlier 177, well. Morning Frank and team. Not only is John Leeson the voice of K9, but I believe he was the original Bungle from TV <gasps> Rainbow. Oh, my word! Now, now you've won her over. Now you've won. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, Nick, he is. But he's a voice artist, so, you know. You know, Bungle is... Probably my favourite ever character in anything, next, that, next to Chewbacca. But they're similar. 
Oh, well, there, you, there you go. Bungle? Because Bungle, Frank, had in the... Um... 8, 12, 15. <laughs> no, but Bungle had the towel round the waist. Oh, yes. <laughs> Even though he was naked yeah, all the time you, anyway. Keep your private life <laughs> to yourself. What if you'd actually... Turns out you'd actually had a... A brief fling with Bongle. Wouldn't that have been fantastic? My issue with Bongle is... With John I do like Leeson him, but the lack awkward. of waste bothered me. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you know well, that, that bothers you in everyone, <laughs> i found. No, just Bongle. But because your podcast is is an audio experience, mm-hmm. it means you could be with K9 oh, and, with, and with Bongle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you spent You're the whole show mics. forcing you know, me to get K9 on the show. But you know um, Percy Edwards? <laughs> uh, Percy Edwards, who was a, a, an impre- a sort of... He, he did noises. And he was a gardener. And he would say, nice thrower. Oh, yeah. And he would say, oh, I'm walking down this country line. It's really lovely. Oh, I hear the skylark. It was oh. all him. And Peter Sellers told the story that um, he was in a, a a cab with Percy Edwards and the cab um, broke very... So, braked? Not yeah. broke. Braked very mm. suddenly. And Percy was thrown forward and he hit his throat on the, the, the chair, the seat in front... And and Peter uh, um, and uh, Peter Sellers said, "All these bird noises come out as if as if as if he'd opened a cage, and all the all these different noises all came out in one burst." <laughs> Terrified. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Can I ask a question? You know, I was sure. talking about that. If I got up a mini earlier every morning. Yeah. What, what's my cut-off point where I couldn't go any... If, if I said midnight, to you... I imagine. If I said to you... <laughs> um, if I said to you, you, um, you needn't have to sleep again, I've mm. got this harmless serum. You only get serum. You know, it's always a serum when yeah. a bloke comes up with a big invention. Or a woman. <laughs> Uh, in, in, a, in a comic well, or something. Well, I don't know a bloke. <laughs> yeah, a serum. Um, would, you take, would you go for it and give up sleep? Because um, um, you imagine extra eight hours or so a yes, day. Yes, I would. That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? I for think all I that would. work that I could get done. Yeah, exactly. Mm, think yeah, of the yeah. work you could get done. Well, you could go and work, work out 24-hour gymnasiums. <laughs> well, I tell you, we all know who does that. Marky Mark. You can't call him that now. Mark Wahlberg does that. Oh, that Do you remember we read about his regime and it was something like set the alarm, work out 3 a.m. or something? And the he animals he was consuming on a daily basis. Yeah. He was a danger to zoology, that man. He was eating, he was eating animals. What, alive? Loads you of them. It sound like he was, no, he was eating absolutely <laughs> tons Living of in meat. Trees. Like, <laughs> Zookeeper's nightmare. I said, what if you meet around on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly leap out and eat a small Yorkshire Terrier from us. Oh, imagine Ray. I'd be called Ray. Oh, Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Um, now, Wahlberg gets up, I think it's through, something like Set the Alarm. They had his, his routine published yeah, online. Yeah. And wasn't it, Al? It was. Uh, he works out, he eats, he does some pull ups. Uh, yeah, he's. He yeah. used to be one of these recording. Plays golf. And then there was a great break in the day. It was all this stuff like. I think he goes to bed at sort of seven pm or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, he's, well, great, he's great. Does. He's great fun yeah. to be friends with. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a very LA thing that. 
And but then it was something like four fifty to five oh three. Spent time with the children. <laughs> what in between all the work, and I'm sure he's a wonderful father, but it just the mm-hmm. workout. Um, it was punishing. Yeah. Well, you know this. Um, are you aware of this thing that if someone tells you something new that you've never heard before, be it a new word or a new concept or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, that. Even, no, it doesn't have to be a current thing. It could be some obscure thing. I always find within a week someone else has mentioned it or I've heard it mentioned somewhere else. What's that called? I don't, th- I don't know if there is a name for yes, that phenomenon. Is. Our readers will know they're so bright. It, there is definitely a name. But so- someone spoke to me or I read or something uh, last weekend, I think it would have been, about second sleep. Oh, yeah. And this idea that you wake up about one o'clock in the morning and get up and do like an hour or two of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then you go back, you, get, you, get, you feel really tired and just go back to sleep. Was it the Victorians that used to do this? I think it started in about uh, night I think, shirts. Oh, I think the, the medievals used oh, to do maybe. it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you then, see, um, Frank loves the medievals. Oh, he does. I like the early medievals in particular. I really could have seen you in that time, selling yeah. your wares oh, on the spe- street. Yeah, especially if I if I took Bring me, out your dead. if I took me iPhone <laughs> X, I'd be, <laughs> I'd, I'd be king. Yeah, I'd be king of the medievals for all oh. six hours till it runs out of charge. Oh, that's the problem. You, know, that's you the would have problem. been a lovely I'd never have to seller. use it again, though, would I? Once I've seen it a couple of times, it could just be a threat <laughs> after that. I suppose it'd be like the sword in the stone. If it, like you claim that you've got the power to use it, but you're not doing any more. Exactly. Is it the tribe, Is that what you would take with you to the medievals? Well, I mean, <laughs> you you would be Merlin, would you not, if yeah. you got out mm-hmm. uh, uh, an iPhone and um, I don't know, played a little bit of Tom Grennan, just out of <laughs> out of the out of the blue. Tom Grennan. Yeah. That's Sorry, mine and Roz's song, by the yeah, way. We son. listen to it all the time. I, I, I because I'm on tour, I hadn't seen my son for 48 hours, and then I saw him this morning, just wandering about, and uh, I said, what are you doing? It was like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He said, um, um, Mum's ordered a Tom Grennan uh, CD, and it hasn't, oh. it, it's supposed to come yesterday, it didn't I? Just, if you see it downstairs anywhere. I said, it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> who's going to bring it? Yeah. The Tom Grennan fairy. <laughs> um, so, uh, I doubt that'd be... A sh- yeah, so... Um, what, how did anyway, we get you to that? T- well, you were saying if you yeah. went, if you returned to the medievals, you would take an iPhone. I'd go early medieval. I'm not interested post-conquest. Mm. I want to be pre... I want to be post-Romans, pre-conquest. OK. OK. I'm wondering what I'd... T- I don't know if I would take the iPhone... I'd go a bit lower. You'd take the eyeliner. (laughs) No, I'd take a. You could get makeup there. A foundation sponge. You could get makeup. They wouldn't know what hit them, the ladies. You could get makeup there. (laughs) Honestly, they've got. They had makeup. Oh, yeah, it was lovely, wasn't it? (laughs) Very subtle. (laughs) Well, you don't know. Have a look. Let's wait and see, shall we? This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Frank and I off air just had a bit of a moment. No, not that. Uh, it was one of those moments where we both started simultaneously singing the theme tune to what we knew was a sitcom of some sort. 70s, 70s. We, think. we mm-hmm. didn't know what. Would you care to? Yeah, I'll just give you a very brief burst. It was. Yeah. 
I know you did the. Um, that was a bit like Barcelona. <laughs> I felt I should come in with. No, the, I'm glad uh, you came yeah. in. You enhanced. Oh yeah. No, no, Al. Al has a theory that he's already. He well, should we that. wait and see if Let's our readers see. know? If they corroborate. But Al, do, perhaps do, what yeah. you can do is write that Shut down. my face for now. <laughs> Shut your face just for now, darling. Yeah, yeah. No, but we know <laughs> what you. With all due show. respect. Shut your face for now. <laughs> yeah. We know what you were going to say, Al. Yes. So. Already, you know. But let's see if the, uh, the general public, the GP, can get it. Okay. Uh, shut your fa- face for now. The um, the <laughs> still pondering uh, the, over the, that. the um, panel show it reminds me. I I knew uh, and still know a senior executive from Sky, who said to me he was very interested in developing a mute panel show. <laughs> oh. Which no one was allowed to. Uh, I've probably given away. Although I think he. Uh, I, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah. It's a lot of raised eyebrows and yeah. I don't know how, how you'd begin it really. Begin the begin. Begin it, yeah. We've had two suggestions well, oh, we've in. Had three, three. Oh, okay, agree with me. Well, shall I read two out? Well, I'll read one out. George oh, okay. and Mildred. Oh. Al. And then we've had three suggestions of Terry and June from five zero five two six seven 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 two. I'm going to tell you um, that Al thinks it's Terry and June as I well, do. so that's making me... That's but I'm me now over. starting to move towards the G&M. Oh, goodness me. Okay. Nah, no chance. We also had a moment off air. Shall I Shazam it? If Shazam. I sang it... Shazam, not Shazam. Uh, yeah. Do you use Shazam ever? Well, I've, I think I last used it in the late 90s. <laughs> No, I have yeah, the app now. Floor cleaner then. Did it exist then? I, I have the Shazam so. app. It's the last useful. time I used Shaz- Shazam, mm. I um, I was at Cheltenham Town versus West Bromwich Albion in a pre-season friendly, and they played a song over the uh, Tanai, which I liked, and I just held my phone really? in the air. Lovely. Uh, didn't work. Okay. Right. Um, we another thing that happened off air is that Frank confirmed uh, rebungle. Yeah, so um, yes. John Leeson, who was K9 in, in Doctor Who, and still is K9 in Doctor Who in Big Finish World. Um, oh, yeah. He, um, he was Bungle, yeah, in Rainbow. Which we've had corroborated <laughs> by the internet. Oh, OK, good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody did text it in, so you've just basically been... You've been double-checking the phrase yeah, you I've, don't I've like. Actually, I've actually double-checked. <laughs> yeah. no, but Pete, I, the reason I don't like it is Pete, when I say, oh, when is it 8 o'clock or 8.30, and they say, I'll double-check, and they think, no, you're going to check. <laughs> if you ever... It's not like you haven't checked once, and now you're checking again. <laughs> Do you know, it's one of those moments, if, if anyone's ever going to work with Frank, never say that. No. It's, yeah. I, As it comes out of someone's mouth. Say it if you have checked once, and you're going to check again. That's fine. Yeah. But I go through so slow-mo, no! <laughs> to go and stop their vocal cords. Oh, I'm like, don't a... say double check. I'll, I'll double check. No, okay. No. I'm sorry you... I brought it up now. No, 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 someone will say, oh, I'll double check, and there'll be a pause. I'll go slow-mo, reach for their vocal cords to uh-huh. stop them emitting that. Yeah. They won't. I won't yeah. get there in time. Thank Frank will say, there'll be a pause, though. Frank will say, will you double check? You're, you're, you're making and me I'll... sound like some sort of <laughs> oh, monster. Yeah. No. You say that to me. I, d- I have strange things that wind me up as well. Yeah. 
We all yeah. have that. Well, we all know that, but we don't. <laughs> we don't mention yours. What's <laughs> mine? Well, uh, don't I'll think of one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that it was. Oh, never mind. Um, the fez has arrived, so it's okay. we have to move on. I mean, I know it was a meandering um, link that, but you know, <laughs> come on. There's several links. <laughs> Apparently, statistics show that most people listen to an hour and a half. So you know. Do they? Yeah, so stick around. That's my motto. Apparently that's brilliant in radio. People listen for an hour and a half. Usually they listen for like 20 minutes. <laughs> God. Come on. What's loyalty? What's happened to loyalty in this world? I blame that Paddy Power advert with uh, Ryan Giggs' brother. <laughs> Destroyed loyalty overnight. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had several people corroborate, corroborate that it was uh, Terry and I think we have to accept it was Terry and June. Well, somebody sent a vid that oh, well. had the theme yes. tune on it well, that um, Emily and I have listened to on the cans. Don't want to oh, baffle you did, it the, the, you did it on the cans! Don't want to baffle people with the uh, lingo of yeah. the industry we're in. No, well, that's... Uh, w- Good. Oh, that, I mean, what a tremendous resource this audience is. It? it could just ping. Just it was like lovely, that. and it was a lovely video of them sitting outdoors um, with some sort of orange and yellow garden furniture, which is exactly how I would imagine Terry mm-hmm. and Jean. Well, as you were saying earlier, every episode seemed <laughs> that Terry's boss was coming for dinner and there was some uh, catastrophe. It was going to make it a terrible evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... The one that sticks in my mind as a bit of a masterpiece Terry and June uh, episode was when um, they were looking for some, I think he was like a serial burglar or something, <laughs> and they had the photo kit, photo identity kit on the front of the paper and it looked exactly like Terry. Oh. Oh, I mean, this is classic T and J. It was great. It was a, that was a good concept, I thought. And he went, <laughs> he went to the police station. And I always remember, and I, I bear in mind, I probably last saw this episode 40 years ago. Yeah. Is that the, or more, the, um, the officer bloke says to him, uh, yes, sir, can I help you? And he said, oh, look at this picture. He said, it's, um, it's, it looks like me. I need, to, I need to speak to the person who, who drew it. He said, who, who does these pictures? Is it, is, it, is it a constable? And the bloke says, I don't think he's that good. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good joke. I, mean, oh. I don't know who wrote Terry and June, but they'd be so delighted it was still getting that long. Excellent. Brilliant. That's a decent It's probably joke. John Leeson, the way things are going. <laughs> well, we've had some more K9 news. Oh, uh, yes. As in K9. Uh, I'm mm. sure Frank knows this as a fan of the show. Affirmative, Doctor. There were marks one to four canines. The doctor has a habit. I like the doctor has a habit, not had. Mm. The doctor has a habit of leaving them with female companions, most notably Sarah Jane. Mark Mm. three made a brief appearance alongside Sarah Jane in the Doctor Who 20th anniversary 90-minute special. Oh, yes. The five doctors. (laughs) This would be a nice friend for you. Brackets, 1983, (laughs) close brackets. Before appearing properly and for the final time in the David Tennant Doctor Who episode school reunion in 2006 in the episode's conclusion the doctor presents sarah jane with a new canine to encourage her to continue investigating alien activity the doctor rebuilt him after the mark three sacrifice yeah, he's had some. Uh, he also sorry, was it the Mark Three sacrifice? Finished. Oh, oh, sorry. K nine also... Mark Four then returned in the spin-off series, The Sarah Jane Adventures. Yes. He also featured in at least one later Doctor Who episode too. And then they add, I think, 
Oh. Casting oh. Us, just a, a little bit of doubt under all of it. Well, that's a lovely <laughs> lack of arrogance in the Whovians. Yes, yes, exactly. Which and I, I tell like. you what, that that they don't mention is humility. Is they had a they had a tryout at a. Um, a K9 led spin off <laughs> called K9 and Friends, which they did a pilot for. Could Sounds I have? Good. Oh, I thought you meant a tryout like an, uh, an audition for K9. No, I know. It was going to be, you know, like, um, who was the guy who was a spin off from Friends? Oh, um, Joey. No, no. Uh, yes. So I'm not thinking Friends. I'm thinking Cheers. The uh, oh, oh yeah, Frasier. 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 Yeah. yeah Frasier yeah. came from Cheers. So, and yeah, Joey so did have a series from Friends. You're but right. It didn't but, work. but I mean, Frasier was a big hit. For oh, massive. So yeah, um, yeah the they were hoping that K9 and Friends was going to be like a fra- <laughs> Frasier type. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, George and Mildred, of course, was also a uh, spin-off series. They were the neighbours of. Uh, in fact, they were at Robin's Nest. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting know, very... We're getting I mean, we're getting too nostalgic. You're listening to TV history. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry if there's any, any young people still listening. This is what happens when you listening. get old people in a room together. Yeah, we soon won't do this. If anyone says spangles, I'm going to punch them full in the throat. <laughs> Someone did message us about those. They didn't. They did. Call the police. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've had a few I'll correctiones in. Oh, have we? Have we, yeah. been, have we been erroneous? Well, 361 has texted, Correctione, George and Mildred were the landlord landlady in Man About the House. I think you erroneously suggested that it was a, Terry and June was a spin-off. Oh no, George and Mildred was a spin-off from... Robin's Nest. Robin's Nest. Robin's Nest was a spin-off from Man About the House as well. What happened to that, that concept of spinning off... Yeah, it still goes on in America, yes. but I don't know if it still goes on here. I'm still in talks about there being a uh, sitcom called Sam from Trying Again from when I did that. Sky, has oh, that? Has oh. that? Uh... It's been a lot of talking. I think we're in development hell, guys. Okay. Well, never mind that. What about a spin-off of your character in? Um... <laughs> in in what? In Coronation Street? No, the, asthma- no. the asthmatic one. <laughs> oh, Jason the asthmatic, asthmatic in A&E. Yeah. In A&E? I would definitely... What have you got in your hand? What are you doing, Frank? I just, I'm trying <laughs> to look armish. You're visual humour on the radio. I am. A bit of the armrest has come off and it looks like one of those lower armish beards that you get. <laughs> Which is always handy to have in your pocket if you're trying, oh, to, buy, oh, very you're trying to buy wheat in Idaho. <laughs> I might be glad of this. <laughs> it looks very there will be blood. Yeah, yes. I drink your milkshake. I think Tony <laughs> Robinson, there's a point in time team when Tony Robinson suddenly got one of Did these. Did he? Yeah. You see, Al, he can't help himself. When, he was, when Frank was on my podcast, in the middle of our conversation, he suddenly produced a pipe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And said, yeah. yes, I know what you mean. Well, I had it in my pocket and I thought, I've got a joke here. Yeah, well. Fair enough. I mean... It's what a day. And, uh, <laughs> as uh, Gordon Stacker once said to me. Yeah. It's what a day. It's what a day. <laughs> uh, uh, it took me ten repetitions, so, so I knew he was saying it's what I do. Can I return to an earlier subject briefly, which is we were discussing sure. ads? I feel I should <sighs> press the correctione, though. I was going to think... talk about Barry Scott and Silip Bang. Never mind. Oh, no, no, talk about <laughs> talk about that. Let me find this... Uh, I can't find it. <laughs> Don't, well, um, I'm just going to sing it. Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. Oh, okay. right. There we go. Um, Barry Scott still does the old Silip Bang advert. 
I don't know if he trumps Go Compare Man. This, that's from Stephen Burgess, because you were talking about the Go Compare Man. And yeah. Who's, the Go Compare Man has been involved in a major <laughs> automobile accident in the latest advert. I really, when I saw that, was honestly shocked. Oh, sorry, that was my throat. The storyline's got Isn't a bit it? dark. It has. What's going to be next? Go compare oh, yeah. man on a drip. Oh, Go yeah, compare man talking about private hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> in which you have to go <laughs> compare. Well, I did just watch... Who was the man? I'd see, you said something to me then, and I felt like, I don't know what... Oh, Barry John, Scott. John yeah. Sillett. No, 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 Barry John Scott. John Sillett, the former, was he Coventry no. manager? Do you not remember, do you remember not Barry him. Scott? No, yes. who yeah, is yeah. Barry Scott? Al, over to he you. He used to do a sort of talk to camera, <laughs> I'm Barry Scott! <laughs> and and he would sort of aggressively <laughs> shout about a cleaning product. That's as near a no. description as I can uh, give you. Well, I would say it was in the vein of the sort of better call Saul. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think Frank will get that either. Complete. Oh, well, no, get, I don't know that either. That? No. Okay, what, how can we talk to him? Is that from the. How do we talk to him? Is that from the first, first letter? Just a series of links to clips for him to watch and then he can be included first in the conversation. First letter to the Corinthians, okay. also known as Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I don't okay. know any of those okay, things. I'm going to try something else, Al. Leave mm-hmm. it to me. Do you know when you do ads and you get, um, they get a character to front it? It's quite an American approach. You know, those sort of hard sell ads, like come to my car emporium. Like local a, ads. Yeah, there's a guy used to do, was it, um, um, double glazing. He had bald That's head, but he had long he, hair. He and right? he used to wear like a cloak. Yeah. And he said, come again, oh, it's great. He's a bit like, <clears throat> you know the big chicken man in Toy Story? Yes. Toy Story Exactly right. Three? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Oh, those guys, really yeah. Well. So it was um, Barry Scott was exactly that. Was uh, Did he own Sillip Bang, Al? I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't, I didn't know his name or the company. Sillip Bang. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he was another person. That was a meeting. And then when somebody said, big, that'd, that'd be a great title for it. <laughs> Silly bang. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, I think that's that done, guys. I don't think we're going to... I don't think we're going to beat that. OK, golf. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. 158 has texted. We've got so many plates spinning today. Yeah. But um, Bob Carroll G's now owns a candle <laughs> shop in Frodsham. <laughs> Candle shop. Frodsham. Okay. So there. Oh, good. That's uh, good on him oh, for that. maybe I'll take my... I might to go down there I better wonder how he puts the candles out at night. Hot. Hot. No, I imagine Spit the dog with all the roof of his mouth taken out, singed by being used as a snuffer <laughs> at a closing time. <laughs> Oh, poor old Spit the Dog's end up as a candle snuffer. Mm. Charred. <laughs> oh, well. So, um, i tell you what, my favourite favourite TV spin-off ever, and when I say mm. favourite, I obviously mean one that failed and was a bad mistake. <laughs> of course, yeah. Obviously, I don't mean one that was a success. Mrs Columba. No. Yeah. Yeah, I Which remember. Which was an attractive... Um, Slightly too young, I'd say, for her husband, um, woman who uh, Mrs. Colombo, who never, was never seen in Colombo. Yeah, you just say, my wife's a, my wife's a big fan of yours, but you never met the wife. Mm. Um, but then she does a bit of private sleuthing 
in mm. this uh, in this uh, spin-off series, but never never caught on. I've yeah. never heard of this. There you go. You said that's what I'm after. Like my world is caving in. That's what I'm after. Is failed. What um, favourite failed spin-off? Eight twelve. Eight twelve fifteen. There you go. Um, look forward to that. So. Um, that could be great, couldn't it? Well, there'll be some we've never heard of, some that were attempted. Yeah. Oh, I love it when they try a spin-off. Me too. Um, can we just say as well, uh, Clive Silas, just because he's one of our regulars, mm. I will stop going on about the Go Compare ad, um, but in the Go Compare crash, car crash advert, isn't <laughs> the man who talks actually the Go Compare man himself in civilian clothes? Oh, so he's one of he's these guys who owns the company, like Victor Kayam. That's what Clive Silas is suggesting. Oh. Victor Kayam used to advertise Remington Razors and That's said, right. I like this shave so much, I bought the company. That's right, yeah. which yeah. To, to British eyes seemed a bit arrogant, didn't it? at the time but I think you know um, I, as a kid I remember thinking that that's how simple life would be <laughs> can I just say Janet Davis from Merseyside I'm name checking her for a reason she said I thought no it was canine mark three or four by then he went to live with Sarah Jane Smith talking about canine um, please give my name this time I'm a person not a number Oh. All right, Patrick McGoohan. OK, well, sorry, but it's, it's, it's a sort of a programme tradition, but we do do names as well. But uh, mm. I think Gareth Richards way back started that prisoner yes. number 304 thing. It's because he read it out by mistake. Oh, is that what it was? OK. Yeah. But all the best things start with mistakes. Sure. I always think that. Well, that's my parents always told me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Um, I had a letter on House of Lords um, paper. Nice. Mm. Oh, he wearing a top hat and saying the king is dead, gentlemen. And um, it's from... Do you remember Hannah, who's the one who told us that um, I... Um, just to briefly summarise, I went to an after-show party after The Sound of Music um, done mm -hmm. by Andrew Lloyd Webber and made a suggestion to him, which he... Um, Obviously, you're not supposed to do that after a show. No. And then Hannah, who was on the on the uh, in the cast, told us that the next day they did an impromptu um, curtain call change, which seemed to be based on my suggestion. Yes. Right, amazing. Anyway, Hannah, it turns out, um, has written uh, a couple of yoga books. Wonderful. I know. Who'd have thought that? From um, from um, climb every mountain to. Um, Mm. Yeah, bend every... Um, Downward every dog. Bend yeah. It, yeah. Downward every... Um, dog. Yes, cobra, <laughs> you're... Just add one of my thoughts. A uh, good thing about a yoga book is that you don't have to worry too much about bending it back, you know, the, oh, the bending yeah, the, the spine. spine. Oh. Yeah, the spine's so flexible. Because it's Very a yoga book. Tremendous. There we go. Absolutely tremendous. fabulous Pretty work. Pretty pleased with myself there. Yeah. So she's written, as well. far as I can see, two books. One is called Greed, Sex. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Greed, Sex, Intention. Oh. Living Like a Yogi in the 21st Century. Is mm -hmm. a, an extract. I'm smarter than the average bear. No, I'm sorry, that was so obvious. It says um, the do an excerpt. Yes, the asana that sums up himsa for me, especially the importance of right intention, is Urdhva 
Don Rasana, also yes. known as Full Wheel Pose or Crab. Now, oh. Crab, yes. which we've all probably done this, used to play crab football at school. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you put your arm, you lean back and put your hands on the floor so your head is upside down close to the floor mm-hmm. when you're obviously your pelvic <coughs> thing is fully extended. Yeah. yeah. It's very good if you're using a urinal and looking underneath a cubicle door at the same time. Can I offer that as a piece of advice? So um, <laughs> the other book is called How to Win at Yoga, both by Hannah Whittingham, who sent these in. Oh, so lovely, thanks, Hannah. Hannah. This could change my life, let's face it. Could. I could be uh, um, next week uh, doing the whole thing from a, a, a ceiling ankle harness. <laughs> yeah. I like her books. I might get those books. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Well, I like a bit of a himsa as well. It's yeah. funny. Oh, uh, well, so Gandhi. You know, I'm a fan of sexist. Gandhi. I like a hersar. <laughs> um, can I say, af- after all... Non-violence, I, thank I you. I used to do yoga. I know actually. you did. You were very Anyway, um, I used to do seven sun salutations every morning. So mm. one day my parish priest burst in with holy water and wrestled me to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it ends, P.S. Emily, your book is wonderful. And she's put wonderful in um, block capitals. Okay. Obviously the news that you're now hard of hearing <laughs> has got out. <laughs> I feel like we should discuss the, uh, well, some technology news, breaking tech news. Can I today. can I interrupt for one moment for sure. an act of gratitude? Someone sure. has sent me a fantastic. Good to be grateful. I'm going to call it a coffee table book, but I I um I shall read it in, uh, properly. Mm. It's um, it's called Harry House and the Lost Movies by John Walsh, and it, it's um, look at that fantastic artwork for Ray oh, Harryhausen. Wow. Movies. That is an absolute stunner. Ray Harryhausen, in case you don't know, did all those films like Jason and the Argonauts with really um, sort of wild um, voyages of imagination. Oh, did he? Animation and stuff like that. You'd know it if you saw it. It's like, um, yeah, uh-huh. jerky, moving minotaur figures. I know exactly. Might be about to sneeze about. on the radio. That's a weird feeling. Don't do it. <laughs> um, we've all sneezed on the radio before, but have um, we? I think so. But um, anyway, I don't. There was no letter with that uh, book. But thank you, whoever you are. Anonymous book donations. That's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But I mean, it might have just been. It had been open, so maybe the producer just lost it. Oh, maybe. Did he yeah. do this sort of pterodactyl with yes. woman in a uh, grasping All woman? That. Yes. In yes. That? I, I mean, I'm <laughs> terrified. No, I lo- I That's really love his work. The great thing, no one can ever pull you up on a pterodactyl impression. Good point. What well, they, I can. What do they know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Sorry, Al. You were talking, I'm sorry, about we're tech, We're going to do Al. some breaking tech news. I don't like to put tickets on myself, but do you remember a couple of weeks ago I said on the show that the uh, advent of the driverless car is going to lead to people just disregarding mm. the, the rules of crossing the road. They'll just step in front knowing that it's built in. And then we got an email the following week saying, interesting point, Alan, hadn't even considered it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there have been a couple of people hit, haven't there, by... Have uh, And I think maybe... Good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Serves them right. Well, yeah. by, by driverless cars, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. well, let's not, oh, let, let's not officially say that. <laughs> I hope let's it wasn't a go compare, man. Anyway, we've got another a, bit of... a terrible thing that, good, that Yeah, happened. you're right. All right, fair oh, enough. Okay. I, I'll, I'll wheel back on that. If you okay, want. good lad. Um... <laughs> 
Um, we've got some breaking news for, about the new Apple phone. Ah, yes. I don't the mean Apple 11. It's a, it's a telephone, but it has several cameras on the back, triple lenses. They're making a big deal of it. Mm. But apparently, uh, while the tech appears to have impressed journalists, uh, it's left plenty of potential customers overcome by fear because mm. they have a thing called... Is it tripophobia or Trip. tripophobia? Tripophobia. I'm hoping it's tripophobia because tripe <laughs> is terrifying. <laughs> well, tripe has got a sort of a whole type thing in it. Good you know, point. it's got a, a corrugated it's, it's type. It's tripophobia, I believe, because <sighs> it's the. Great I, I was hoping it would be based with based on you know because tripe has frightened <laughs> people. Oh yeah, tripe is frightening. What I, I like about the appearance of tripe, I've never done this, but I've always thought of the possibility of a practical joke in which tripe <laughs> is substituted for meringue. Because oh, it could pass, it could heavens. pass as meringue, I think. Ooh. And I think if you put it on top of a lemon pie or something, that would be. Oh, should we do that to someone? That sounds oh, fun. Oh, let's make a list. Who shall we? Who um, shall we do it? To? I'll tell you afterwards. Who would you um, most like? Dame Judy Dench. I'd like to do. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Trypophobia. Oh, they would feel terrible. Trypophobia out is um, so it's clusters of holes essentially. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, and the lenses, you see, have you seen the camera, boys? Yeah. I have. I mean, it's a new one on me, trypophobia, though. I've never even heard of it. I didn't know it existed. I'll tell you what I didn't like is that, because we should say one camera has two lenses, the other has three, and it it looked to me more like the arrangement of a spider's Eyes, you know, those big, glossy, yeah. repulsive eyes the three, spider has under a microscope. Well, spiders have between two and eight. Oh, you see, I to me, it looked like a, a baby seal with another baby seal's <laughs> eye in its mouth. Now, that doesn't mean that it's attacked a baby seal and sucked its eye out. Maybe a, a baby seal has been, I don't know, hit by a, a big breaker. Oh, I see what you and mean, And one yes. of its eyes has come out and the other baby seal has picked it up in its mouth in order to replace it. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's, a, that's a nice spin. I'm something of the antique diving helmet vibe about it yeah, as well. Yeah, I love an antique diving helmet, though. Well, well that's because you don't suffer from tryptophobia. Well, not yeah. yet. Tryptophobia. Stick around! <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. So, what do you make of these iPhone eyes, Al? Um, I don't really know what I make of the gadget. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm finding it a, an interesting phobia, though. The, uh, you know, it can be triggered by people that have, um, uh, have got that thing. They get it. They get it if they see crumpets. Yeah, because it's lots of small holes together. Can I say I, I got confused about that because I those things that they that they call crumpets. Mm-hmm. What would you call? I've it? always called pikelets. Have you? Uh, and we, uh, my family oh, certainly. Really? I thought everyone. Uh, I I don't know if it's a West Midlands thing, but everyone I know would have called them. Pikelets. Point of order. Yeah. I believe the pikelet and the crumper, the distinction is the width. I think the crumpet, yeah. I think mm. the pikelet has the lion waist and the crumpet is, I would say, three to four inches, maybe not inches, maybe two to three inches. Pikelet, barely half an inch. Oh, see, I'm talking those uh, robbery yes. that sort of. With us. Uh, they stack, they stack them in a, in a, in a, in a packet, like three, three, Three 
two three stacks. Right. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I thought that's crumpets coming as well. Oh no, but they're thicker. No, but I'm, they are thicker. Yeah. But I'm call, I'm calling them. I think pikelets are crumpets. I'm not <laughs> sure about the thickness. No, no, absolutely, I'm correct. Else, so. this is the other good side, radio, though, the other, <laughs> the other side of them. I always remember when we fell out over pikelets and crumpets. <laughs> but the other side, the sort of just brown oh, yeah. side. Mm. That looks like. Remember when they had a representation of the sun at Tate Modern? Oh, yeah. oh yes. It looks like that. Do you think? Yeah, mm-hmm. that may have been. If we gone to the other side of that, it may well have been an enormous pikelet suspended mm. there. But we'll see. If anyone can clear up the pikelet crumpet um, debate, I'd l- I'd love to. I say yeah. pikelet thinner, but I'm happy to accept I'm wrong. This one. I say tomato. I say tomato. <laughs> I'm saying pikelet at least a centimetre thick. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, but so, this clustering of holes uh, thing yeah. has been triggered by crumpets. What about um, people's faces? They've got quite a lot of holes in them, haven't they? Like if you look into oh, somebody's eyes, put poor minimizer on. How dare you? Nostrils, a mouth. Yeah. Pock marks. Pock marks. Yeah, well, if you had a friend not... with pock marks and good eyesight, would that if? set you off? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's I. I read. I went to Kendall Jenner, of course, for wisdom on this. Did and she oh, said yeah. she suffered with it for. A, I mean, you know, we, it's easy to mock these things, but if it's causing well, people genuine so. distress, <laughs> uh, but they were. They were. I don't showing... need it to be that easy. I'm happy to go the extra mile. <laughs> they were showing some examples, saying this tr- this tr- is triggering for people's trypophobia. People, you know, innocent things with holes and they were saying things like you know honeycomb and um mm-hmm. lotus well that's pods. what kendall jenner said lotus heads but then they were showing pictures of people's sort of severed hands with loads of holes in them and i thought oh, well, anyone would horrible. find that no, frightening no, did who show yeah. pictures of that well they were models of i'm oh, sorry they oh, weren't right. actual disgusting I <laughs> <laughs> who wants to see that what about the moon it's got a hole in it hasn't that's it? the moon what the if the moon star. freaks them Surely the Death Star, that's got that little... Yeah, but I mean, I, moon I wouldn't very... call that an irrational fear, the Death Star. <laughs> it, it destroys <laughs> whole planets. Fear. Can I yeah. also raise the question here? Please the third do. eye, the spider... Come on. Horrible... <laughs> we haven't put the music on yet, we're still on air. <laughs> that's a Buddhist thing, actually. It's not oh, really the third eye is, in the middle yeah. of your forehead, OK? That's I, what I'm referring to. I remember to. it well. Can I get away with that? <laughs> yeah. um, the they third don't, don't, don't favour oh. a fringe... Oh, the Buddhist carry on. The third eye, um, I don't like this because the third eye is apparently the point of it, Al, is it's a telephoto lens. Now, what innocent civilian would want a camera for the sole purpose of taking a photograph of someone very far away? Well, it needn't be yeah. someone very far away. How many ruins Something. do you need in your life? Get a postcard. You Good don't. Point. You know, there is no reason for every single civilian to have that camera, that mm. telephoto lens. I think no good will come of it. What's the date? Record it. I have spoken. What I like about the three lenses <laughs> is that if you were making one of these uh, phones at home yes, um, with the cereal box thing, you just have to put a finger spinner, just glue a finger spinner in one corner and you've basically oh, you've got yeah. the whole thing. And I love that. I love any um, technology that you can recreate with cereal box and two or three items. We've got pikelet. Pikelet? Pikelet news? Let's hold that. Yes. We're we're in need of a cliffhanger. (laughs) Pikelet news coming up. (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute.
Absolute Radio. We're getting some pikelet crumpet info Thank in. Thank goodness. Greg has been in touch, absolute crew. Well, not Greg from Greg's. He'll, <laughs> he'll know. You think? A pikelet is thinner. A bit like a cross of a pancake and a crumpet. Oh, well, combo. then we, we misname them. As, as, cause that's no, what I don't we think talking. you do. I think that's a Birmingham thing. I think you that's something different. I think we're both right. It's, it's just that... It says, morning all, pikelets and crumpets have the same ingredients. Crumpet batter is poured into a ring about an inch thick and cooked on a pan to do a pikelet upgrade. See, they think that's an upgrade. You do it without... They do it sans mould. Let them spread out to five millimetres and turn over when half done. Well, we had the little round one, certainly. What about a cob? If you have a cheese cob, what do you expect? What's a cob? Oh, it's like a bread roll. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, what you'd call a bap. Oh, or, a, like... or a balm in certain parts <laughs> a of balm the north. There is a balm in Gilead. So, essentially, what I'm saying is I think pikelets and crumpets may have been different things depending on where you live in the country. Yeah. Okay? Do you think these people... Um, do, who, who have the trypophobia... How would they Prince be? Nicholas, it was about Nicholas Ritchell. Yeah. Prince George. Like, bloody people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, what about the string vest? How do you think that would have Oh, been? I imagine that sends it off the scale. No, Maybe no, it's not, no. it's not holes. No, it's fine, Al. Little diamond shapes. It is shapes. holes, though, isn't it? Ow. But in the shape of a diamond. Pixels. No, I think the issue with the hole is Round what holes. lies beneath. Uh, so right. I think with the string vest, we can see what's going on. Not always pretty, but not everything is. However, with the holes, what the hell is going on in there? Yeah. Can I ask a secondary question here? The, the string vest, I remember when the string vest um, came out. My mm-hmm. dad got a few, I had a few. Was quite so a do bit, I, quite, Freddie Mercury, I think quite, it was. Quite a big deal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Freddie Mercury used to wear it as a sort of outer garment where you could see it. But, I yes. mean, we would wear it just like a vest under a oh, shirt would you? or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Actual string vest. Now, do people still wear string vests as undergarments or did don't, it just become a... I don't think that's a popular undergarment. I think it's an outerwear now. But, Al, I'd love to hear from any readers. I remember all the theories do. at the time. People talked about how the roundels sort of gathered heat Kept even though. Because people say yes. that's going to be freezing with all those holes in there. Say, no, no, no. And then give us some sort of folk physics explanation as to why it would be all right. Um, I remember the very first time I think I ever saw a string vest outside a I cartoon. I thought the sun shone um, in its Because I'm sure the Hair Bear Bunch might have worn one. Anyway, really? I think Stan Ogden on yeah. Coronation oh. Now, very much he's a man who would have worn one. Yeah. But Very like I say, so. me and my dad both got them sort of at the same time as a family stepping into the 20th century kind of mm-hmm. a gesture. Uh, <laughs> corduroy shoes, actually speaking of corduroy, that was around about the time of the corduroy shoes craze. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> What's happened Do you to like this? a sponge, Frank? It's, certainly, it's just less, of like a, it. less of a breakfast show, more of a broadcast from a deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute radio. Um, I, I had another thought about the iPhone 11 Pro. Oh, yeah. 
Which... Crow spat out with dismay. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't know why they're calling. It, this is my thought, but mm. I don't know why they're calling it pro. As if like, surely you can just be an amateur phone user. <laughs> I think the idea now is we. When it first started, there was phones that you could take pictures with, and now there's cameras that you can phone people with. That does seem to be the development. Mm. I mean, I you, you said that you remember corduroy shoes. I remember phones just being phones, and then camera phone being a thing. Yeah, and now it's just everywhere. But, but I worry that it's got three lenses. The Pro. The the the. The iPhone Pro has three, I believe. Pro. Oh yes. I think we might be starting to see a phone camera lens escalation. And I remember this from the razor blade. You know, yeah. that used to be just in ones. Yeah, and, then you get to, yeah. and now it's gone ludicrous. You've got your Gillette seven blade thing. It's actually got seven blades. I think there is a nice seven blade. B- biblical choice, though. Yeah. I mean, I have a beard, so I don't need to worry about this. Oh, well, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do well, what we like with the razors. why, because seven blades. I certainly ridiculous. Will. I remember when they doubled up and it was an advert with Tommy Doherty and some Man United player saying oh, that... Gordon, Stevie, he calls him over and he says that Gillette G2 gives you the old one too. Yes. And that was that was the thing. And it was like, wow, two blades, imagine that. And that means we won't have to ages. shave twice in quick succession. Yeah. What is the point of two blades then? Just well, that it's a, cl- a smoother shave? If you miss yeah. a bit on the first on the first thing, mm. then uh, the second blade, um, it's like uh, gleaning. Yeah. I just discovered the other day. Gleaning was so after the harvest, people go in and pick up what's left. Okay, yes, so it's like that. Yeah, it's the gleaner blade. And then I think they had two for a a decade, and then suddenly there was the Mac 3, and now we're up to seven. In I didn't know we'd reach seven, that's incredible. Seven blades, seven blades, sneezy happy. It won't be long before you're picking up your phone and there's 52 camera lenses on it. Well, I'm going to say, you oh, that's going to look really long. Disgusting. You mark my words. <laughs> big sports journalist <laughs> telephoto lens on what used to be the mobile. Hello? Phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, nightmare. What's it got? It's your phone. Yeah, but I, I don't know about the new iPhone 28 with its built in tripod. <laughs> Does it really go in the pocket so, so well as they used to? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I I got interviewed because I'm on tour at the moment, so I'm plugging it, you know. Oh. You mm-hmm. know, I'm plugging it. Where are you next? Um, I'm in Southend on Sunday night. Oh, lovely. And um, I might get to the beach. At Frank. the moment, um, I, I, my my um, support act, Pierre Novelli. He's a very funny comic. I really like him. He's a really, really nice bloke. But one of the main reasons he was picked is because he's got a degree in Anglo-Saxon history. And so, um, so far, we've done two gigs on the tour, Dublin and Ipswich. And we've done the Book of Kells at, oh, uh, yeah. at uh, Trinity University in Dublin. Right. And, and then we did um, Sutton Hoo yesterday on the way to Ipswich, which was just a... Is he Canadian? One of the great Anglo-Saxon finds every South African. But it's oh, okay. all right. You can eat the fruit and everything now. It's okay. not a problem. <laughs> Employ them. But yeah. I was doing an interview for Radio... Careful, careful of some of them, though. I was doing an interview for Radio <laughs> Lincolnshire. And uh, why? Arriva! OK. Uh, <laughs> and, it's not the athlete. Uh, and, um... Yeah. It, 
uh, the lady said to me, oh, I heard a quote from you on social network. A woman said that you had the kind of face that makes, made her think that if she was had just a few items in the basket and you had quite a lot, you'd let her go ahead of you in a supermarket queue. Right. Aww. I thought, well, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, isn't that nice, Frank? Uh, do you agree? Is that is the sort of guy you are? I you think, think? Um, I think it from a distance, certainly I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I'd do that, you know. She was hot. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, um, I, uh, <laughs> I think I'd do that. Yeah, carry yeah. on, if not in a rush. Yeah. Anyway, I was, I was moved by it. That's nice. Oh, I'd like to hear it. Can we tie I've up got any? Quite a dour face. I think I often walk past people in the street smiling, and I just think I never look like that. Yeah. No, well, Frank. people say to me, "Come really? on, Frank, cheer up." Yeah. And yeah. I think, well, if I was walking around smiling, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd probably be bundled into some sort of uh, <laughs> council also, van. Al, that's your sort of uh, Swedish, Danish, Scandi noir thriller. I suppose, yeah. yeah. The We've seen it, so many killers now that look like you in TV. Yes. Well, it's the one you'd least suspect. You can imagine mm-hmm. him being all nice and going, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. And then at the end, the truth will out. Well, this is... Yes, uh, I agree you, with well, that. Essentially, you're the, the hot psychopath. I'll take that. It's <laughs> not how I'm seen domestically. My wife and I were watching a, a programme about a cafe in Chernobyl. You know about this? There's a cafe in Chernobyl and... Uh, and the uh, well, there must be if there's a program. About it. Yeah, there's a documentary about it. And How they was said, in the they 80s? said on the voiceover. No, it's a recent. Oh, okay. uh, and they said um, the chocolate. The, the chocolate must have all there's, gone. There's something like 500 people live there, and they're only allowed to stay there for 14 nights, and then they have to leave for 14 and come back. My wife went. You could live there. <laughs> That's the level of misanthropy that I'm bringing, apparently. So still now in Chernobyl, you can't stay for no. so long? Don't wow. You can. I must watch that shame. drama one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Frank, 429, there were remains of a Saxon king found in South End on Sea. Yes, I know. Looking forward to the show tomorrow night. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I yeah. don't know if he'll be appearing. No. Um, yeah, sadly, the um, the museum is shot on a Sunday because they've built an extension... First time anyone's ever said, used the word sadly before that sentence. <laughs> they've built an extension... Yeah, Prit- Prittlewell was where they found this... Uh, this of course it was. You know the, oh. you know the Prittlewell. Oh, that's what you said, Prittlewell. It was a Time Team special, you saw that, didn't you? Yes! <laughs> and, We've seen that twice. With... Um, with uh, Dr. Geek. You know, the Anglo-Saxon specialist, she's called Dr. Geek, which is so perfect, isn't it? I love her for that. Is that Tony... Um... Tony, Tony Robinson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, yes, so that we, 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 we're done, basically. Are we? Yes. It's all right. Lovely to meet you both. <laughs> and we'll let you know. We, we are interviewing other people. <laughs> Um, no further vacancies at this time, but thank you so much for your no, interest. Oh, yes, thank no, you Frank. so much. Good luck. Um, be lucky. No, Frank, the worst thing you can hear. Thank you so much for thinking of us. Yeah. Oh, oh shut up. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to us. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.